0: Welcome to I Got Back Up, Getting Back Up With. I'm Talia Lazarus, the founder of I Got Back Up, and in August 2021, my life changed. I was in a road accident, which led me to 10 weeks of no walking, knee surgery that September, and then double knee surgery in February 2022. After learning how to walk again in my 20s, my journey took me through greatest highs and extreme lows. Everybody has a story, and everyone's story is different, But even in the smallest of ways, we can all relate. And as humans, we always talk about when someone is back up or how, why and when something happened. We tend not to discuss the middle part, the recovery, the journey, the darkness and the continuous roller coaster of ups and downs. It's a taboo subject for most, but here it's not. You have the chance to change your story. So come face to face with your fears and step out into the unknown. You don't have to be ruled by those fearful and negative emotions anymore because there is so much beauty and adventure on the other side. You can face all your obstacles and walls with us and those around you. You are not alone, we are stronger together. On today's episode, I am joined by Ankit Puri. Traumatic events in his life led Ankit to start writing, writing down his thoughts and expressing himself, his triggers and events through art. Publishing his own poem book, Ankit is now a mental health advocate, supporting those suffering with their own journeys. Why though? Because he doesn't want anybody to go through what he did and what he felt. I just want to know that if you are triggered by sexual abuse, we do discuss this and Ankit does go into detail on this episode. So today I'm with Ankit. How are uh, you doing? I'm doing very well, Talia. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So where are you in uh, the world? I'm in
1: New Delhi, Kalkaji, India.
0: Yeah. Very nice, very nice. I've not been that way yet, but it's on my <laughs> list. <laughs> Even
1: I want to be in London. Uh, Bristol is in my list. Okay, actually I'm a very big fan of Bristol and there's a huge story behind it. Uh, there was a show called Skins, you might know. It's a cult classic. Yeah, so it was shot in Bristol. And I kind of have the same story, you know? Uh, being a, like, when I was in my teenage, I had the same story. You can relate, maybe.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, well, I never watched Skins, but... I I know it, I do know it. So, uh, well, as you know, we are now, the floor is over to you. So everything that you said that you can relate to. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you you for
1: giving me this opportunity to speak. It's a nice platform. Uh, Once again, thank you, Talia. And I would begin, uh, I don't know from where should I begin. I have a lot of stories to say, to be very honest. Okay. Uh, Let's just say I have started advocating about mental health awareness since last two years. And I have helped around 400 plus people to make their lives better, okay? So things started from my childhood, okay? When I was a kid, and I'm very vocal about it, okay? Uh, when I was a kid, I was sexually abused, and it was not just once, uh, it was multiple times, and I was not able to raise a voice, uh, since, you know, in parents are sometimes orthodox, okay? You cannot talk to them about uh, sexual issues or s- something that is happening inside your body, bodily issues as well, okay? So I wasn't, uh, like able to speak. Okay, this happened. This happened for the first time when I was in second standard. Okay, uh, I won't name the guy. Okay, he he was a neighbor. He used to come at my place and he was around uh, like two years older to me and he started like touching me inappropriately and playing with my private parts and I thought this is what playing is. Okay, but this is not, the, this is not a game. Okay, so this happened and this continued for like Two three years, and then I grew up, I started getting knowledge that yeah this is wrong, this should not happen okay uh, you get as you grow, you know what is right and what is wrong. you start to get know what is a good touch, what is a bad touch, okay so then I was in sixth standard, okay, and I know there is a family friend of mine okay, and we changed our place. Uh, we actually shifted from uh, Kalkaji to Kalkaji extension, okay, these are two different places, okay, although in the same area. Okay, so he and his family was invited to our place. And I remember that time uh, GTA was released, if you know, <laughs> Grand Theft Auto. Okay, <laughs> yeah, we were kids and we were, yeah. So we both were tech savvy and we were like into games and everything. So my sister bought a new laptop and we installed the game and we were playing the game. Everything was going good. Okay, so all of a sudden, I don't know what happens to him. And he asked me, so he tells me, he uh, Angit, uh, do you want to go and check the terrace? Like, how is the terrace? Okay, uh, how long it is? How huge it is? Okay, since uh, it's it's your new home, okay. So I was like, okay, let's do it. Let's go to the terrace. Okay, uh, this is going to sound very bad. Okay, and I am already going to give a disclaimer that if you get triggered, please don't listen to this and you can stop here. Okay, so he took me to the terrace and he asked me different kinds of questions, sexual questions. Okay, Ankit, do you masturbate? Okay, Ankit. Uh, do you play with your private part? Okay, Angit, have you ever ejaculated? Okay, have you seen someone's cleavage? Okay, how does the cleavage look like? How do you feel when you do it? Okay, he even said, have you seen your maid's cleavage? Okay, I was like, bro, why? Why are you asking me these questions? They don't make any sense at all. Okay, so he took his private part out in front of me and he started masturbating and started showing me uh, how the ejaculation looks like. It was gross and I still have this image in my mind which you can say it's a it's an intrusive image okay so he did that i wanted to complain about him and i talked to my best friend gaurav okay that i want to tell my parents about it but he told me that if you do so you are like it will cause a lot of issues between your family since you're very close okay so i wasn't able to okay this was over and my uh, next two years were very good and very uh like normal like you can say very normal uh, this happened and there was a girl uh, she was a very good good friend of mine and uh, she also shifted her place and i met her once okay so i had feelings for her she since she was my childhood buddy okay so you you can relate, no, like, if you grow up together, you are two playing together, yeah, you, you have been into the same place and you know, stuff, yeah. <laughs> so I, I had feelings of this person. So we met and we talked and we met and we talked and we started meeting every day, okay. We used to walk in the park together, like, you can imagine, it's a cold winter evening and you're walking, like, being, you know, your teenage years, it's a, it, it looks so, it sounds so cute, it looks so cute. So I was like, yeah, it was like very good. So once I told her about the incident that had happened with me because of that guy, okay. So she thought that I'm a pervert, okay. So she could not pro- uh, process that, okay, what I was talking about because her intellectual level might have had been different than what my my level was. Okay, so... She discontinued and she did not like my friendship anymore. I tried to be friends with her again. I talked to her, her mother again, but her, her mother said that she's not available. And then I got the signal that is not interested and then I backed off, okay. So in 10th class, like 10th class, you are 10th uh, grade. Uh, you are almost like, it's it's your high school. Like in London, it's high school. It's yeah, okay. uh, we get into 10th tenth, tenth standard, okay. So, uh, there was a cousin of mine, again, I won't name her, I don't want to defame anyone, okay. So, uh, she used to come at my place to teach me. I was really bad at maths, okay. I still can't even add, okay. If you tell me what is 2 plus 2, I don't know. It can be 5, it can be 10, okay. So, she used to come at my place, I remember. Uh, in August of 2011, iPad was released. iPad 2 was released. Okay, I still remember the day. Uh, she came to my place and we were playing game. Asphalt was the game. Okay, it's a car racing game. She was playing the game on my iPad and she dropped the iPad on my lap and started touching my private part. Uh, I thought it's a like it could have happen- happened by mistake. And this continued. Mm-hmm. This continued. A lot of things continued. Uh, she used to text me weird things. Okay, she used to tell me weird things. Uh, She used to pillow fight, like, I thought that she is a a cousin, so she is doing very normally. Okay, this is what happens between cousins. So then again, things happened, and she started texting me weird stuff and all. But that time, I was like, I was grown up. Okay, so I told my real sister about it. And then we we all talked about it, and the scene got over. And then uh, I was fine. Things were fine. Uh, my plus two, like high school plus two, you can add on one to one more year, then one more year. Okay, uh, they were absolutely fine. Okay, I had a good time of my life. We used to bunk classes. Okay, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we used to sit in the bag in the basketball, yeah, basketball bag uh, uh, ground area. Okay, and eat uh, different yeah. dishes and stuff. There was a friend of mine, in yeah. And I would give a huge shout out to her. Okay, she used to bring good and tasty food. Uh, So we used to have that. It was a good time of life. Okay. So in 12th, I met another girl. Okay. I thought it's time to give life a second chance. Okay. Uh, But we both were 18. Okay. And uh, I don't know, but even being with me and telling me that she loves me. Okay. She was hooking up with three other guys who were 26, 27, 28. Okay. And I got to know that from a best friend of mine. Okay. And then I met the those people, and those people uh, like had the screenshots and everything of the chats, and again, boom. <laughs> so yeah, so this happened, and then uh, I was like, okay, chuck it. I don't want to be in a relationship. I'll be like this. Uh, what do you say, cool dude? I want to be a fuck boy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So yeah, this happened and this was like, okay. And then in my master's, I got to meet someone and she was ranked one all over India. We did master's in corporate, co- uh, mass communication, then specialization in uh, corporate communication. Okay, so this happened and we had like similar uh, thought thought process. We used to talk about social issues. Okay. We used to talk about uh, pseudo-feminism. Okay, we used to talk about a lot of things. Okay, so I kind of had a, a soft corner for her and eventually we started talking 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 but she wasn't able uh, she wasn't uh, able to express herself i don't know what but she wasn't able she wasn't over her past okay she used to rant about her ex boyfriend all the time like even if we are talking she is like she is talking about like he did this. He did this. He did this. Okay, this was a huge red flag. Okay, I, I did not see that. <laughs> okay, and she started comparing me to like the relationship was getting too serious. Okay, then she was talking. She was uh, comparing me to her ex boyfriend. I have a height of five eight. Okay, okay, and her ex boyfriend was six. Six feet. Okay, so average Indian height is five six. Okay, uh, even Zain Malik is five nine. So it's okay. Five eight is a normal height. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, this happened, and somehow this triggered me. This triggered me a lot. I used to have piercings. I used to have tattoos and whatnot. Okay, so something happened, and she dumped me, and it was a very bad breakup, and I got triggered so much that I went to get my tattoos removed. Okay. So this was a huge step in my life that I did did, and it was a stupidity. Okay. (laughs) So I did it. I I went to get my tattoo removed and it was the time when COVID was about to come. Okay. So Mm -hmm. uh, I got my first laser session done. Okay. It caused blisters on my hand and my hand was all red and bleeding. Okay. Then second session, my hand again was bleeding and was full of blisters. I wasn't able to even put my hand on a hand rest or even on my bed. Okay. So this was very graphic, you can say. Uh, So this happened. And uh, then COVID came and every shop, every clinic, everything was closed. So I had to deal with this on my own. I had to get bandages done uh, with the help of my sister or my mother okay, or my father, like whoever was available. Okay, And my hand was all swollen and yeah, it felt really bad. Okay, Then uh, after a month, okay, uh, our prime minister said ki, uh, that uh, all the clinics in the hospitals will will be open for, for the people. So it was a very good news for me and I respect him for that. Okay, <laughs> So <laughs> I went to a clinic and uh, the clinic owner said he was a M.A.B.S. as well. He was a surgeon as well. Okay, uh, he told me that you have to get a skin dermabation done. Okay, what dermabation is, You ha- is actually you get your skin peeled off through a tool. Okay, so you can imagine the pain you have to go through. E- even if you are on anesthesia, uh, local anesthesia, okay, you will st- still feel and see those images that your skin is being peeled off. Okay, so that's what happened. And it triggered me a lot again. And uh okay, so when I came back home, uh it was almost like uh spending after two, two, three weeks, my hand wasn't getting healed. Okay, as the surgeon said that it would after the skin dermation. Okay. So my dad took me to uh our uh what do you say, local doctor, okay, family doctor. Mm-hmm. So he wasn't available, but his compounder was available. Okay. So he his compounder said that if this is not treated, the hand would have to be cut down because the infection is about to reach on the bone. Okay. So yeah. yeah. So we rushed to Holy Family Hospital and the doctor said, the surgeon said, uh, again, shout out. Uh, thank you, Dr. Anshomali Mishra. Uh, he saved my hand. He... Yeah, again. (laughs) So, (laughs) so he did a, what do you say? Uh, He asked me to get a back therapy. What back therapy is actually a machine put on your hands that sucks your toxins. Okay. So yeah, it happened. (laughs) So I had to get that and it was for two weeks again. And uh, that happened. And after that, I had to get a plastic surgery done. So it was like done properly, thank God, and my hand got saved. Okay, simultaneously, I was uh, uh, like getting uh, checked up with a psychiatrist and a psychologist. Okay, so I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder second, okay, where you get a lot of manic episodes and a lot of depressive episodes, and OCD of intrusive thoughts and cleanliness, okay, and generalized anxiety disorder plus personality disorder so I was dealing with four different types of mental issues okay all together and mm-hmm. going through this pain as well okay so in between this, uh, I remember I used to like, uh, I used to write poems for my girlfriend. Like I used to gift her a poem every week. Okay, I know it, it's really sweet. <laughs> you can smile as well. <laughs> no, it
0: is. It is. It is. I love that.
1: So yeah, I used to do that. So what uh, I was advised to do CBT. You know what CBT is? Cognitive behavior therapy so instead of actually doing that i used to write poems so that was my cbt <laughs> so i i wrote around 200 poems and songs and raps Okay, yeah i still have them and that's how the book uh, book was launched okay i'll tell you that's a later on story so yeah uh, that happened and after that i just forget uh, forgot about the diary i did not did not use any laptop any any electronic device or anything i deleted my everything i was just using a netflix account uh that was also of my sisters <laughs> so yeah that happened and then uh like i applied for jobs and all because i had to earn and i had this feeling inside my mind that i owe my parents a lot of money Because getting tattoo removed is not an easy job. You need to have a lot of money, ton of money, actually. Okay. And then uh, also these procedures and these therapy sessions are not that uh, affordable. Okay. Yeah. If you like in London, it is even more expensive. Okay. Uh, Because I have (laughs) talked to some people there. (laughs) So,
0: yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it can be.
1: (laughs) So... Uh, I got a job, I got a job, uh, and the thing is they fired me, okay, just because of my medical condition, okay, there is something called UHID number, okay, which every patient gets, and your medical and your criminal background is checked when you are getting a job, okay, anywhere, okay, in in India at least, so my medical background is really messed up, okay, so this happened, so I thought that yeah, I have to do something with my life, okay, I have done corporate communication. I have scored rank 68 all over India. Okay. I can't be just sitting idle. I have done something. I have done masters. Most of the people cannot even afford to do college or school. Okay. So, okay. I what I did is, I had a like this thing in my mind. I, I thought that I have written so many poems and songs. Let's do something about it. One of my friends advised that, uh, let's start a blog. Okay. I was like, I have already done a lot of blogging before. I don't want to do that. I need to do something meaningful. So, I... I compiled yeah. all those poems in an ascending order, uh, making a story out of it. And I uploaded it to Kindle. Yeah. KDP, Kindle Direct Publishing. Okay, I did not have a... Like, I did not have money to afford a publication Okay, who can sponsor my book or something. Yeah. So I self-published it. And I have sold around 250 copies. And yo! <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. and
0: that, That's amazing, by the way. That's amazing. Yeah,
1: thank you so much. It means a lot. Uh, you're getting a free copy as well.
0: <laughs>
1: so yeah this happened and uh because i published uh there was a friend of mine who took an interview and she was an anchor on some app okay i don't even remember the name of the app okay it was a discussion app okay then i started getting calls from people like bro how did you manage it like how are you surviving how you're uh dealing with things okay what is your day-to-day life uh, look like okay So I felt somewhere deep down, there are people who are going through even worse than what I have been through, okay, or I am fighting. Mm -hmm. So I started helping people for free, and since last two years, I have been helping people for absolutely free, and right now, I am working with, as I I told you before, uh, before the interview, Society of Indian Automobile Manufacturers, Uh, actually, Mm I am on a uh, contract-based, on a contract basis job, I am just collecting money, and then I will write two more books, and then I will uh, try to get a publication again, okay. and a shout out yeah. to uh, Prashant K Banerjee sir, who is the director of our SIAM, and he 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 gave me a job. Okay, he trusted me, and now I'm handling the marketing of Indian Auto Expo, uh, which happens in New Delhi. So uh, I'm really thankful to him. Okay, so that's my story, and now I want to reach at least one lakh people. I want to help them. I don't want to sell my books to them. I want to help them. I want to change. This. Uh, change uh, change the stigma and the stigma like uh, i have also read a fact yeah. okay i read a fact that who once stated that india is one of the saddest countries in the world okay so they, this hurts someone saying this about my motherland hurts okay so yeah. yeah have to change that and i'm working towards it i'm trying to do the best i can and that's the story yeah do you have any questions
0: so you no, know, so how is how are you then in your everyday, you know, your everyday now? Uh, actually
1: I wake up at seven in the morning, okay. Then I shower. Mm-hmm. Okay, then I visit temple because I have got into spirituality and also thankful to my teacher who mm-hmm. taught me yoga and meditation. There have been a lot of people who mm-hmm. guided me, okay. Mm-hmm. So I do that, and then a cab comes, and they pick up, okay, then I go to the office, I work there, I come back, and in night i write, I write an article, I see all my mails, or I use Tumblr, okay, for my blog. I know it's a old platform, but it's very handy. It's very handy. You can just write write anything on 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 the go, so yeah, yeah, so I reply to the people, okay. And if anyone wants to like take emergency, is there if there is any emergency, I have the numbers of people who can support. Okay, like if if someone wants, if someone is saying that I feel suicidal, I immediately send him or her the number of suicidal helpline because that's something that I cannot do. Okay, but I have to help people, right? Okay, I have the numbers of all the hospitals and everything uh, nearby. Okay, not the entire country, but nearby. Okay, so I send them the links. I send them the phone numbers. I send them to reach out to them. I try the best way possible so they could be helped. And I don't want anyone to go through what I did.
0: Yeah. And I think that's what is, that's the most inspiring part of the whole thing is the fact that, you know, what you've been through and all the, the, the traumas that you've been through, you've been able to almost rise above them and say, you know, you you can sit here today and you can go through all of them, but then say, I don't want anyone to go through this. So, what are you doing? You're helping. Yeah, people. trying to. So, you know, and or, or at least you know, trying to. But, but even if, if that's one person, do you see what I mean. That's one person's life that without you, and unfortunately, what you'd been through, their path might have gone very differently. So, it's it. You think about it in that way as well. And yeah,
1: you know, I do. I do. Sense. I remember. Uh remember an incident i got a call around 12 a.m okay so there was this girl and she was crying okay she told me and we met somewhere online i guess and she told me that i'm going through a very bad phase of my life i was like what happened you can be comfortable feel safe drink some water breathe and then say what happened okay so she told me that she feels that she is bi-curious okay i told her that there's nothing to be worried about it's normal Like, it's your orientation. If you want to try, you can try. Okay, if you don't want to try, if you're not comfortable, do not try. Okay, then she told me about her intrusive thoughts. Like, eventually she opened up. Okay, then I figured out that these are some things which are the symptoms of OCD. Because I have read a lot of books. I have been through a lot of uh, doctors, therapists, psychologists, psychiatrists. So, I had an idea. So, I told her, please go to this hospital if you can and it is very affordable yeah. and they will be able to help you so that's how i do
0: yeah yeah, yeah. and i think that's that's the thing is is you know someone that's by curious and then obviously someone that's you know been through very different things i think that's the main the main point is is everyone can relate yeah. even in the even in the even if you are completely different in in what is going on and your situation and your story you know it it's being able to open up and and that 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 moment when you're so worried maybe what other people think you know what other people are going to say and sometimes all you need is just one person to speak to and and sometimes it is a stranger Exactly. sometimes it's, it's it's a stranger because that stranger has nothing knows nothing about your life you know won't judge you you know has no connection to you and that stranger can change your life because they've just listened to you and they've given you advice in a completely non-judgmental way and you kind of take it from there how you want to take it exactly
1: you're absolutely right.
0: yeah so that's kind of thing and then what 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 advice would you then give to people you know anyone you know what would you well from what you've learned what is the advice that you would give to people that are are going through traumas or intrusive thoughts things that they're things that they're really suffering with Uh,
1: i just give three advices okay first is Mm -hmm. start writing start journaling whatever is uh, coming in your mind okay write it down make pointers like this is the best part this is the worst part i want to get rid of this i want to learn this okay and then eventually you'll come to a point that you'll figure it out that this is exactly what i want okay uh, yeah. second is you have to practice self-acceptance okay you have to be okay with whatever happened okay you have to let your thoughts flow you don't have to suppress them if you suppress them you are going to bottle them up and then it is going to cause anxiety and depression okay third is you have to practice positive affirmations every morning whenever, whenever you're shower, doing a shower or something just look, look into mirror and say i'm the best okay i'm the best i can do yeah. anything okay yeah so these are the three things i would like to advise
0: yeah the positive affirmations i love because i believe in them i do them i think they're amazing and i think a lot of people a lot of people think they're crazy yeah. a lot of people and i say that a lot of people think oh, i'm not going to do that exactly. you know how if i if i tell myself like you said i'm the best or if you tell yourself you know I'm fearless or whatever it is that you want to tell yourself to help you. You know, I'm courageous. Some people think, well, if I tell myself that it's not going to change anything, but actually it does because what I've learned is, is, you know, we're we're programmed to our thoughts. And if you're going to constantly tell yourself negative thoughts, negative things are going to happen. Might Oh yeah, they're going to happen. And, but if you start to tell yourself more positive things, more positive things do Absolutely. happen um i've seen it myself i've seen it through other people as well i've seen it on you know when i watch things on social media and things like that so it, it really does work uh,
1: i would like to add on this uh, social media actually causes a lot of anxiety this was one of the reasons that i deleted social media but I ha- <laughs> but now I, ha- I have to be on social media just because i want to help people and maybe showcase a little bit of my life okay so yeah
0: yeah Yeah, but then, but that's a really interesting point as well because social media is 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 unhealthy. It can be, it can be very unhealthy. But I think people can have very positive relationships with social media. If you use it in a good way, but that's yeah, if you use it in a good way, and if you, with your mind, you understand how to use it, absolutely. Um, but yeah, so. It's definitely, the affirmations is definitely a, it's a very big one and I think it's finding the right affirmation because everyone's going through something yeah. differently, everyone yeah. wants to, everyone wants to feel something different, but they do work. <laughs> yeah,
1: they do work. <laughs> I have tried my, tried it myself. First, I would, I was, I was feeling like what idiotic thing is it, it is. Okay, but it is not that,
0: <laughs> it is not,
1: not like that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think that that's that's a really interesting point as well. People think it's people think it's daft, people yeah. think it's silly.
1: It's like you it you're really yourself in the mirror, like, bro, why am I doing this? I don't have I don't I don't have time for that. Okay. Yeah,
0: you're looking at yourself like, come on, like, why am I doing? this? Uh, i better this? watch
1: you on Instagram. Scrolling like anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: yeah absolutely and another really interesting point was um when you said about your thoughts and letting your thoughts pass um I remember something that I learned or was taught was you know you can do it in different ways you can either imagine your thoughts on like a lake and you can imagine watch instead of instead of pushing your thoughts away imagine they're on the lake and imagine just watching them flow by feel them know they're there understand them but watch them flow by don't push them away don't you know drown them accept them accept them and and learn to be okay with them
1: yeah you're absolutely correct.
0: yeah so perfect is there anything else that you want to talk about the book talk about the well you want to tell a little bit more about the book where Uh, people can find it if they want to purchase it
1: actually yes, uh, they can and even even if they want a free copy i would i wouldn't mind okay since it's a 2 year old <laughs> book i'm la- i'm writing two more books <laughs> so it's okay uh, uh, the book is titled my life in raps okay my life w r a p s okay raps in the sense raps and raps in the sense raps <laughs> okay yeah. yeah so you can uh, get it on amazon okay you can get it on uh, kind normal kindle okay you can get it on google play books okay uh, these are the three platforms right now. And if you want a personalized copy, yeah. I have it available on my Instagram. Uh, the Instagram handle is at the rate the Okay, yeah. Perfect, perfect.
0: I think writing is a it's a creative form, and I think when you are going through something, sometimes finding something creative, whether it's expressing yourself in any any way, whether it is sometimes dance, music,
1: any kind painting,
0: of art. art any kind of art but there is a beauty in writing there there really is a beauty in writing because you just anything that is in your mind if you get it on a paper or a page anywhere if you just get it down with a pencil it i can't explain how it helps but it does Uh, (laughs)
1: and i don't know if you if you feel it like that or not uh if have you ever purchased a new book and smelled it like how 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 good the smell is
0: (laughs) yeah i love the smell of new books (laughs) I love the smell of a yeah. paperback book.
1: <laughs> so, I'm that kind of a person. I'm really old school. Okay, when even, even even when it comes to dating or anything, yeah, yeah.
0: But they, but that's like but that's like finding the small things yes. in
1: life, happiness you know, in the little things. Find,
0: you know, love. Yeah, the little things in life. You know, you buy a new book and you smell it, and you you. I can I can smell <laughs> it now. I, I I know that I can smell <laughs> the book now. You know, and and that's the kind of joy in life that you know just are the little beautiful exactly. moments yeah exactly so is there anything else that you do want to discuss today no I would today? just
1: like to thank you once again uh, thank you for giving me this platform I really appreciate that
0: of course of course <laughs> don't be silly it's <laughs> my pleasure to have you thank you Ankit for sharing your story and for being someone that others can go to when in need of help so three things to keep in mind first try writing out your thoughts you'll be surprised by how much you can actually get down on paper once you begin Second, practice self-acceptance in any way that suits you best. And finally, try to practice positive affirmations. The first few times, you might feel daft looking at yourself in the mirror, telling yourself positive things. But believe me, it really does work. All three things might feel very overwhelming. So just start with one today. Like with anything in life, taking that very first small step can lead you into great wonders. Thank you for listening. I'll see you next time.